Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Godfather Chronicles podcast. My name is Miguel Garcia, and I am your host. If you find value on the podcast, share it with your family and friends, and make sure you give us a rating. You can follow me on Instagram at MAGPatriot, or Facebook, Miguel Godfather, or you could email me your questions or comments at miguel at godfatherchronicles.com. This podcast is sponsored by naturalchoicecompany.com. Unlock your health. Please go visit that website. They got pretty cool products. Uh, so my friends, this is episode 24. This is part 8 of the Godfather Success Essential series. And this is Be Coachable. On episode 7 of the Success Essentials, I asked you to pick a role model for your life, for business, and for your spiritual life. So on this particular episode, we're going to talk about once you pick your role model, what is it that you do? What are your duties towards that mentor or your role model? Uh, so once you pick a ment- uh, you pick the, your mentor, you have to be coachable. So for me, I only work with people that are coachable. As a matter of fact, when I hire people, I look at two things. One is that we have a match on our core values. That is imperative. And the second trait I look for is someone that is willing to learn, somebody that is coachable. I don't want a know-it-all person. I want somebody who's going to be able to allow me to um, form them to the person I need. Um I, a while back, I happened to hire somebody that was sort of close to me, and I couldn't teach him shit. He knew everything. He knew even even stuff that he's never seen before. He knew how to do it. And he was the most frustrating thing. And this person is extremely smart, hardworking, um, but he, every time you said, hey, well, what about this? Can you, oh, yeah, yeah, I know how to do it. I've done it before. Or I've seen it done. Or this, and he wouldn't let me talk. And it was the most frustrating um, episode in my professional life, I think. Um, obviously, that person doesn't work here anymore. But that's just to tell you how important it is for someone to be coachable. So to be coachable, first of all, you have to be humble. Humble and hungry. Humble, you have to be willing to admit that you have certain weaknesses, that you don't know everything, right? Um, that you, you have to show your willingness to improve, your willingness to grow. And if you are not a humble person, you will resist that. You will resist the coaching it would be a waste of time. You also have to... Um, it, 
realize that you could grow a lot faster if you have a mentor and if you're coachable. Because there's a lot of um, challenges and and um, changes and 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 hardships that you will avoid if you're coachable, if you are willing to listen, if you're willing to learn. There's uh, one of my favorite proverbs is thirteen twenty. It says it all. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. So, in other words, if you walk with wise men, with wise people, if you hang around with the right crew, if you hang around, if you, if you pick a good mentor, you will gain wisdom a lot faster than if you have to experience things on your own. So take this serious. There's a lot of folks that um, I used to do calls with a lot of people. And out of all the people that I talked to, I want to say maybe three were coachable. Three would come back and say, hey, check this out, man. I executed here, here, and here. And this is the results that I got. They were grateful and they trusted my advice. And therefore, they were able to conquer that challenge or, or you know, surpass that obstacle that they, that they had. They were stuck and, and they had to um, get unstuck. And by listening and executing the advice that I gave them, they were able to do that. But it's amazing how many people want to get better and they don't want to do the work. They just want to hear stuff. It's like the, the folks that read a ton of books, the folks that listen to a lot of podcasts. It doesn't help you. It doesn't make you smarter. Executing makes you more efficient, successful, smarter. But if you don't execute, then it's a waste. All that so-called knowledge that you have is worth nothing because you're not executing on it. It's the same thing when you have a mentor. If, you're, if he's telling you things and you're not executing, then it's a waste of time. Again, you know, you need humility to accept the fact that you're weak in certain areas and you're willing to learn. There are a lot of folks out there that are great coaches. And like, for instance, on, on the syndicate, I'm going to talk about the art of syndicate. Great coaching, you know, great bunch of people and all stuff, but there's a bunch of people there too that they don't execute. And so they get stuck. They're, they stay stuck. They think that just by becoming members of the syndicate, all of a sudden, they're going to become superstars just by, I don't know, magic. Now, you become a superstar when you start executing. 
when you put into practice what someone has taught you. Being coachable is how you show the world that you have a hunger to get better and you're willing to put the effort. You know, learning from people who have already won helps you acquire the, fundament the fundamentals a lot faster and grants you access to unique insights. Insights that they've gained over the years. It gives you access to their experiences. You're going to skip a lot of mistakes when you have a good mentor and when you listen and you execute. You're going to, you're going to skip a lot of mistakes. You're like, for instance, one of the examples I have right now is it's taking me a lot less time for me to build this company that I'm building with my wife than it's ever um, taken me to build the other ones that I built, including the one I sold. So the one I sold, I had it for 17 years and it took me um, to get to a million dollars a month in revenue, it took me about seven years, I think, about seven years. So from like 2004 to like 2012 or 13, it took me that long to, to hit a million dollars. With this company that I'm building, we're going to hit a million dollars on year two. So why is that? Because I am wiser, because I had good mentors, and because I executed on the advice that I was given to. Again, people, you know, your, your mind gets too cluttered when you're reading all these books. Your mind gets too cluttered when you're going to all these masterminds. Your mind gets too cluttered when you are listening to all these podcasts. You need to start cleaning up, you know, the space in your head and then just take the parts that you can execute and execute them. It's as simple as that. You don't overcomplicate it. You, because if you overcomplicate it, you mess it up. Stay as simple as possible. Again, discern what you want to learn and, and what you want to learn, um, whether it be a mentor or a book or anything like that. You have to discern, okay. Like for instance, let me give you an example. So for me, when, 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 I'm, when I'm stuck on, on something, like if I'm stuck on how to scale the business, I would ask questions to my mentors, and if I don't get the right answer, then I would buy a book that talks specifically about scaling. So I'm narrowing down my my um, my uh, um, need to 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 learn something so that I get really focused and execute. That's that's how I do it. And it's an effective way. You know, um, a lot, 
a huge part of success or failure, uh, it's on us as individuals, right? Because the effective leaders, effective leaders are, are, are like, are more like coachings. They have a coaching style of uh, uh, when they teach you something. It's a coaching style. My wife and I have a parenting um, style, and it's coaching. So we're going to talk to our kids, our children, as if you know we're their little league coach or whatever. Their soccer coach, football coach, and go, hey, what you're doing right here is is not right. So because you're doing this or that or whatever, you could fix this, and um, you're going to win. So we teach them, we coach them the way, um, it's a, a non-threatening way. It's more like, hey, you want to improve? Just do this, this, and that. Um, so effective leaders are, are like coaches, and, and they prefer to work with people that want to be coached. That makes sense. Right, so I personally, the people that I talk to, there's some people that I don't want to talk to anymore because they're not coachable, because they're wasting my time and they're wasting their time, and that's that's um, a huge thing for me. Um, I will, I'm willing to help, but if you don't freaking listen and you don't execute, then you're insulting me. And it's the same thing with the other coaches. They're the same way. There's some pe people that are, will take your money and coach you, and you don't do squat, and they still coach you. I'm not like that. I will push you. I will make sure that you're going to win. But you have to be coachable. You have to execute. You have to be humble and realize that you need the help. And you got to look at your mentors as coaches. You also need to be vulnerable because you need to expose your weaknesses and allow your mentors or your mentor to help you fix them. It's, it's like um, going to the doctor with this ailment and you don't tell them all the symptoms. And you expect the doctor to make the right call. You have to be vulnerable. You have to expose your weaknesses. You have to be sincere and honest with your mentor so that they could work on your issues. You know, you have to allow your coach or your mentor to push you, to challenge you, to stretch you so you can grow. You know, pressure and challenges are not bad things. They are good things because they force you to dig deeper and respond with strength. Again, um, pressure and challenges are not, don't take them as a negative. When, when you're being challenged by your mentors or your coaches, take them as a, a gift. Like my brother Marcos Aurelius, it, you know, it's adversity, it's a gift. Ask yourself, what is the lesson that I'm being taught by, you know, by being in this, in the midst of this challenge? What lessons am I learning? It's interesting. For me, 
you know, I've been around the block, like I, you guys know, uh, for a long time, and I'm still learning. And when adversity hits or when I have a challenge or whatever, my first reaction is like, okay, I wonder what God wants to teach me. So it's not a negative. I'm just like curious. It's like, man, you know, I thought I had this sale and it didn't happen. I just hit a brick wall and I get upset. And, and then I realize, okay, so w what did I learn from that? What was the lesson that God was trying to teach me? And I'm, I'm very um, conscious about that because God is my, my mentor. He wants me to grow, so he's going to challenge me. You can't grow if you don't get challenged, guys. You can't have an easy life full of success and achievement if you're not challenged. Don't run away from the adversity. Don't run away from the problems. Because in those things lies the success. The challenges and, and, and the um, adversity that you get is helping you discover your, your talents. It's helping you figure things out. It's teaching you a lifelong lesson. And if you're with your coach or if you're, you know, your mentor, then they'll help you get through it. So, so don't, don't shy away from problems. Seek to grow. And when you're seeking to grow as a human in, in every aspect of your life, in your relationship, um, at work, on business, and whatever else, when you seek to grow, you're going to have challenges, but you're going to look at them from a positive perspective, not a negative. So, so it's, a, it's a mind shift change as well. You have to look at challenges and, and, and um, adversity as an opportunity for you to grow, not as a curse or, you know, something very negative. You know, sometimes I get frustrated because I, I'm having flashbacks of, of conversations that I have with people. And I look at folks and I'm like, if you only freaking listen to this, if you only let me help you, you're almost there. You're almost there. If you just let me help you, if you listen, if you apply, you'll arrive to where whatever place you want it to be. And they, they just don't do it. They just don't do it. And, and he frustrates the hell out of me. I'm like, man, how can people be so stubborn? They're seeking help and they don't want, they're not coachable. You know, I had a, a, a mentor. I was, uh, you know, I lived in Chicago for a long time. And so pretty aggressive temperament. Um, in business and life and everything else. And then I moved to Kansas and my uh, boss uh, had a very, very um, mild manner and an excellent coaching style. And he would say, Miguel, I love your eagerness. I love the fact that you execute. I love all this stuff, but you got to be flexible. 
so my big thing was I was inflexible. To me, it was either black or white, any 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 issue. And I would never give people the benefit of the doubt. And so um, he kept telling me, Miguel, you got to be flexible. There's find different ways. Don't just say no. We can't do this. Figure out there's another way. And so anyway, so I learned so much from this guy, man. I I owe him I owe him a lot because that his advice changed my life in my business in my marriage in parenting as a friend now when something pops up or whatever I don't judge it I'll go okay where is it coming from is there another solution um, even I remember one time I was coaching soccer and um, we were going to have a huge tournament and some cocky guy um, started challenging me in front of people. And I was going to rip his head off. But then I remember, Miguel, be flexible. And I kept giving the guy a way out. I kept, I kept looking for ways to to um, defuse the situation. And and I was like thinking to myself, man, I just, you know, take care of business and that's it, man. And, and, and I had this internal struggle. And I remember going, I can't believe I'm saying this to this guy. But the guy got involved more because he knew me and he thought that I was weak, that uh that, you know, I had grown weak. <laughs> so um, I had to tell him, I said, look, mother, you need to understand that you're challenging me and I could tear you apart and I don't want to do that. So if you keep this up, I'm going to have to do that. And it was, I mean, the guy just freaked out. Like she looked at me and I said, don't ever do that again. But it took me a long time to get to that. Get what I'm saying is, I kept hearing my coach's voice. Miguel, be flexible. Miguel, you know, give him an out. Miguel, look at a different alternative, a different um, answer. And in my mind, I was machining all these things going, okay, all right. He didn't mean it. He, he probably had a rough day. He's probably, you know, angry to his girlfriend or whatever, whatever. And, and I kept you know, making internal excuses. But my point is this. I always apply what I learn. I execute. And that's what makes me successful. Another thing that, um, you know, when you're coachable, you need to show appreciation. You need... You need to show energy and appreciation. In other words, if, if um, I'm teaching you something, I want to hear from you. I'm like, yeah, you know, I want to go ahead and do this. And I want to hear from you. Hey, this is the outcome. I did this and that. And this is what happened. I have calls with people again. And they have problems. And I, I'm coaching them. And they never call me back. Only when they need another, you know, 
coaching session, they call me back. But they never tell me, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, it's going well, or, or it's not going well, uh, any more advice or anything like that. I'm open for that, but they don't show any appreciation. They don't put any energy into into the things. And so what happens is, you know, I just give up on them. Because, again, they're not coachable. You know, do you have to come back and go, hey, you know, um, that idea that you gave me or that advice that you gave me, I, this is how I took it to the next level. Um, you have to do something with what you've been given and report back. Because that would tell us, you know, your mentors will tell us, hey, he's going down the right direction. Or we could go, oh, he's taking it too far. We got to reel it back in or whatever. So stay in, in touch with your coach, with your mentor. Be humble. Be appreciative of, of the advice that you're getting and execute. Now, is that complicated, guys? No, it's not, right? Being coachable. It's going to open a lot of doors for you. Being coachable is going to save you a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of grief, a lot of mistakes. Being coachable is worth it. And you're not too young or too old to be coachable because we're always learning. So my advice to you guys, love you very much. Be coachable, be grateful, be humble, execute. If you found value on the podcast, share it with your family and friends and make sure you rate it. So I want to end this podcast with words of encouragement. You find your mentor, be coachable. That's how you honor them. Take care. God bless. Bye.